in the whole like internet's world, uh, it's it's easy to kind of get like kind of stuck in your own bubble. And I've met so many really cool business women doing my podcast. And I think that's probably the most enjoyable. You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. The VIP Effect is a virtual conference getting female entrepreneurs the visibility they want, need, and deserve. You can join us from January 4th through the 6th for just $17. Go to thevipeffect.com to buy your ticket today. Danny Geppard is the virtual event queen and has been able to grow her business through a podcast. I had the honor of appearing on her podcast and as a speaker at her event, and now it's Danny's turn. So keep listening to find out what she looks for in potential guests on her podcast. Danny, I am so excited to have you on the Selfish Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me here, Ellie. I'm really excited. So we have Danny Geppert here, and I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience. Hey everyone, I'm Danny Gopat. I am, I, I mean, Ali did a pretty good job at saying my last name, but I'm actually I'm <laughs> German, so that's why I have this funky last name. We live currently in Germany with our five kids, um, and I am an entrepreneur. I specialize in helping uh, women, coaches, consultants set up their virtual events. Um, and I've been in the business or as an, I've been working, working as an entrepreneur for the last um, few years and it's been awesome. Uh, I'm originally Canadian. I guess that could be interesting. Married to a German living in Europe for the last like 14 years and recently, uh, started my third, learning my third language, Russian a couple of years ago, um, because we lived in Ukraine as a family and, uh, let's see, I guess that that's all there is to me. <laughs> Not all, just, we're just, um, just on the tip of the iceberg. Um, and, and Danny and I got connected because I was on her podcast and I got uh, introduced into the world, um, that she is in. And I was just so amazed all the work she's doing, was able to serve as a speaker at her event. And I am so thrilled that she is, uh, serving as a speaker at my event, the VIP effect. And during the podcast panel that she will be participating in, we're going to be diving into, what it means to many podcast hosts to create a podcast and how it's really changed their business. So, um, Danny, will you share with us your podcasting journey from the start? Um, so, I mean, when I first got started in business, I really realized the power of content. And I originally started with a blog and I realized very quickly that I hate writing blogs. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with writing blogs. I think it's really important for SEO still, and it depends on your audience, but I found that podcasting is another way to create valuable content. It's kind of like the top end of your funnel. You can create blog posts, you can create podcasts. And I found a podcast was a lot easier to invite other people to partner with. Um, and that's something I love to do. I mean, I, I told you at the beginning, I'm a virtual event um, coach. So um, I love putting on virtual events. Part of that is connecting and chatting with people. And a podcast is just kind of like a perfect 
fit for that. I, I get to get to know other business-minded women. Um, I interview them along with uh, creating my own content. Um, and so I find podcasting is really it's a great platform for those like kind of bringing other people networking in your business um, and also uh, creating content. Um, and most people it's, you know, I don't sit and read blog posts. I'm much more inclined to listen to something special while driving. Um, so if I'm thinking about my target audience or my avatar, however you want to see it, um, then podcasting is kind of the, the way to go. And that's why I chose that direction. I completely agree. I found myself gravitating towards listening to podcast episodes because that's what I did whenever I was driving or cleaning, you know, whatever. And uh, blogs, I would like find that I was just not visiting them or my, the reader that would, you know, kind of collate them all would get backed up because I wouldn't check it for a week. So yeah, it just seems like such a, an easier digestible way to get content out there. And it's fun to, to interview and, and talk with each other rather than, like you said, to have to write it out and, and then make sure you're getting every little edit and typo um, figured out. Far more conversational. <laughs> so, right? so, yeah. Far yeah. Conversational. No. We can chat. It's yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Now tell us, You've, you've got this podcast, you've been having these conversations. What does it mean to you in terms of your personal and professional growth that you've been able to have by having this podcast? What has that added to your personal and professional life? Oh, well, there's a few things. Um, I would say because I have a podcast, I have my own show. And so I kind of, I create my platform, I create my stage um, and, and then I have control of how I present myself and put myself out there, uh, gives me the opportunity to invite other people into my podcast. Like I mentioned before, and this is actually how I found a lot of my clients is by inviting my dream, my dream client is a, uh, a consultant, a coach who wants to grow into virtual events. I can have them on my podcast because, um, you know, we go through, it's called the Risen Entrepreneur Podcast. It is Christian, but it's all about entrepreneurship and marketing. And so I can take already these coaches who have valuable stuff to talk about, who cater to my coaching and consulting audience. And they're also my target audience. So it allows me to without having like a sales call or anything to get to know people on my show, have my platform. And um, so I find I have a lot more control. I'm not going out there and being like, hey, look at me, put me on your show. Um, I can invite people to my show. Uh, I can pick and choose who I want to be on there. I can um, I can kind of like shift uh, the focus and design how I would like to be portrayed or the type of people I have it. So I love it for the flexibility. Um, I don't have to be on camera if I don't want to, I can just keep it as a podcast podcast, you know, typical. Um, although now I do, I do vodcast, uh, pretty much every episode, uh, because some people simply like to watch instead of listen. Right. Um, so I love the flexibility. I love that I have my own show. So when people are um, even uh, it, considering or wondering who I am, they can go, oh, wow, okay, she she's already started something. She has her own show. She has people on it. Um, so it's kind of like an expertise status as well. And like I said, it's it's like the top end of my funnel. I'm, I'm bringing not only listen, listeners in, but I'm bringing in potential clients as well. 
Yeah, you made a really good point. And it, it is this low barrier of entry for a lot of potential clients that we may be looking to work with. And really, when you think about that, it can be applicable to any industry, any type of clientele. Because if you're directing that message to your ideal customer, they're going to care and they're going to be the ones that are tuning in. So I think that's an excellent point and in, in really why a podcast is a great way to market your business without doing exactly like you said of saying, look at me, I'm selling this, I'm selling that. Um, it, it's really just getting to know them. And I find it really helps people to warm up to you. Um, they can hear your voice. They can, if you're broadcasting, they can see you, you know, and, and that's why I think there's a big difference with blogging. You know, we, we write a lot um, more refined perhaps than how we speak. And um, I find, you know, people connect, especially women, we connect really well uh, to people who are more um, conversational and chatty. And I, I've grown up in the, like the service industry, so I'm naturally a chatty person. And it's just, you know, for me, it really, it really fits. At first, it fits my personality, fits how I want to set up my business. Um, and I find that people are able to kind of get to know Danny a lot better. Um, I also, my podcast is like, that's another um, a good point is that I, um, it's easier for me to create um, content. You know, I had, I, like I said at the beginning, I have five kids. It's hard for me to sit down and write a blog post. Uh, mm -hmm. To it takes a lot more thought for me to sit and write, and um, but for me to sit and chat or to go through three points in my mind that I want to cover that maybe I've heard something or just read about, that's so much easier for me. So I really, I cho chose kind of like the lazy, <laughs> I don't want to say lazy, the easy road to market. It's the fun, fun road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on that same note, what has been the most enjoyable part of having a podcast for you? Like if you could pick out one piece, what is that? Oh, definitely. I've had so many amazing conversations with other women who I'm like, oh my God, I would have never had this conversation with you um, if it were not for the podcast, right? Like um, I've met quite a few women who are, you know, like-minded, we have similar niches. And I'm like, I would have never got to know, you know, in the whole like internet world, uh, it's, it's easy to kind of get like kind of stuck in your own bubble. And I've met so many really cool business women uh, doing my podcast. And I think that's probably the most enjoyable for me because I am a digital entrepreneur, because I'm sitting in front of my computer a lot of the time, those connection points are awesome for me. Cause then I, I start hearing different stories, hearing different things. And I get to share that with my audience. And why do you think your podcast has grown as quickly as it has? I mean, if you could pinpoint one tactic that you're using or um, one approach that you're taking, what do you feel like is the 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 needle mover in in terms of your podcast? Yeah, I'm I'm I would say I am I kind of include it in anything that I'm selling uh, or any offer that I make. I'm always directing people to go to the podcast so that they can be continually nurtured. So it's not just people like searching the podcast. It's like anyone who is kind of like even signed up for something, maybe a free lead magnet, then on the thank you page, there's always, I'm always directing them to the podcast. Hey, want more valuable content in my emails, valuable content. It's always, it's always being directed, um, to listen to the podcast. So, um, that's where I'm, I'm getting the majority of the people and finding that I can nurture them that way. That's 
that's, uh, and I think that is probably what has helped it grow. And whenever I think of the audience that are maybe listening to this episode itself, uh, it, we probably fall into a 50-50 split as far as 50% want to start their own podcasts. And, um, you know, hopefully this information is helpful to them to decide if, if that's right for them or not. But I think the other 50% are wanting to be on more podcasts. So I wanted to ask you, Danny, if somebody reaches out to you and wants to be on your podcast, what is the most important attribute that you're looking for to say yes? Yeah, we have to be serving a similar audience. That is like 100% similar goals, similar audience, um, not like a direct competitor. You know, maybe having someone trying to do exactly what I'm doing would not be awesome, but having other coaches, social media strategists, marketers for my podcast, Christians who are, you know, in, in this, um, in this scene, for me, we're kind of, we're serving a similar people, uh, a person, even health coaches. If it's kind of, if they're, they're health coaching to, you know, entrepreneurs, I would definitely consider them, even though I'm not in health coaching. Right. But they're still serving, you know, for instance, they would be serving health or coaching um, entrepreneurs in their health, that is a similar niche or a similar audience. Um, so that has a lot, uh, that, that, that is what I take into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Um, now I, I love asking this question. This is a question that everybody that comes on the selfish podcast gets to answer. And of course we're approaching it from the perspective of self-care, but what are your favorite ways to be selfish? I remember reading that. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about like being selfish, but um, it's from self-care. Yes. Not being selfish and taking everything for myself, but I do hide my chocolate that I want from my (laughs) children. We don't eat it. Um, One of my favorite things is in Germany, we have these things called um, thermal baths um, and they're like giant warm pools that you can go outside and and you and they're like warm and bubbly and they're huge and you can go and lay down and read and you basically spend the whole day there just like putting like face masks on and body masks and swimming and it doesn't like break your bank I mean you can't go every week but um it's like a spa day but you get to be in water and I love I love that that's one of my favorite ways to just be out and kind of do nothing read lay on the lounge and swim in hot water. <laughs> we have, we have talked about how I need to come visit Danny and I, she's enticing me more and more every day because I definitely need to go to a thermal bath um, and have a spa day. Oh, that sounds heavenly. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, what's next for you, Danny? Yeah, 2022 is coming up. It's around the corner. Really excited. Growing my business for sure. Focusing on that, doing more. Um, I'm going to be launching a group program. I've been primarily working with one-on-one clients, but um, 2022 will bring a group program into view. And um, I'm toying with some other things in mind that I'd love to see, not just virtual events, but bringing other coaches in to really help um, women step into their, their calling as messengers. Um, and so I'm hoping that I can, uh, I'm going in that direction, um, towards quarter three, quarter four of, uh, 2022. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for those things. (laughs) Very fun. Now for anyone that's 
wondering if they should attend the VIP effect. Uh, We're all going to be focusing on visibility tactics, ways to increase your visibility so that you can be that messenger. You can tell your story. So Danny, just share with us why you find visibility such as podcasting, such a valuable tool in your business. Oh my goodness. I tried doing it the opposite way for like the first couple of years. I was like, I don't want people to see me. I feel awkward. What do I talk about? You know, all those things that you're like, that keep you hidden. And I realized, well, we're actually really, we're called. If, if you feel like you have a message or you want to make a difference in someone's lives, then how are they, how are you going to make that difference if no one can see you? If you don't want to put your face out there, if you don't want to, you know, use your voice or, or any of those things, how are you going to really help those people? people. You can only really help and make a difference and grow your business by putting yourself out there. And it, it norm is very often the problem with our, our mindset and our thinking. Um, but visibility is like hundred percent, 120, 150%. I don't know what percentage you want important. Um, because without, without you, how are they going to step up to, to that next level? Right. You are very unique in what you have to offer and what you have to say in the story that you share right? Whether you're selling a service or a product or whatever, you always have a unique take on it. And if you're not visible, people can't see that you're actually kind of like you're robbing them of that possibility. And so I think visibility is extremely important. Um, and, and it's very needed. It's you, you are very needed. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, before we go, from a virtual event expert, what advice would you give to the attendees of the VIP effect to make the most of their experience during the three-day event? Yeah, if you're able to connect with other people of the event, like reaching out, writing comments, messages, anything where you are somehow able to to meet or or chat with other people, I'm not... um, that is going to make a huge difference because relation like those relationships being forged from events, I believe are very powerful and can be um, incredibly beneficial to your business. Um, if you're still like a little shy, you don't want to do that. Take copious notes, right? Note taking great. like shut off everything that you're doing and, and just sit and be a student, pretend you're in school and enjoy the event and learning from it. So um, uh, those were, would be the two things I would suggest at an event. I love it. All right. Well, I can't wait. Uh, We are counting down the days, um, but you will be able to see Danny and our other podcast experts during the podcast panel. Danny, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to just give us a, a taste of the knowledge that you have. And I can't wait for the attendees to learn more from you. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. Now that you've heard that interview, don't you want to attend the VIP effect as well? It's three days filled with marketing and visibility tactics from experts in the industry. And you are invited to come for just $17. Grab your ticket at thevipeffect.com today.